America's pig farmers have long had a commitment to do what's right for people, pigs, and the planet. With that in mind, the National Pork Board, along with the National Pork Producers Council, has established new industry-wide sustainability goals and metrics to drive the industry forward. These commitments are rooted in the We Care Ethical Principles established more than 15 years ago. In September of 2022, the Advancing U.S. Pork Sustainability Grant, submitted by the National Pork Board and six collaborating organizations, was awarded $20 million through the USDA Partnership for Climate Smart Commodities Program. That grant program is designed to increase the sustainability of U.S. pork products by advancing climate smart agriculture practices in the states of Iowa, Minnesota, and Missouri. Welcome to Feedstuffs in Focus, our podcast, taking a look at the big issues affecting the livestock, poultry, grain, and animal feed industries. I'm your host, Sarah Muirhead. In this episode, we take a look at those efforts that are underway in the pig industry as it strives to be a leader in sustainability. Joining our own Ann Hess for an update is Ashley McDonald, Assistant Vice President of Sustainability with the National Pork Board. Last year, the National Pork Board announced its Pork Industry Sustainability Goals and released its first official U.S. Pork Industry Sustainability Report. Since that announcement in February 2022, producers have signed up for the program, grants and funding have supported the cause, and the initiative has created a buzz in the agricultural industry as well as with consumers nationwide. Tell us more about this report, Ashley, and the progress that has been made over the last year in reaching these goals, and share some of these metrics um, that you've been sharing with the public. Yeah, I'm happy to. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me and for asking about the report. We're we are very excited at the National Pork Board about the reports and the progress that we've had so far, and and know that all of our efforts are to continually. Um, scale this program and to be able to really build um, build that story and be able to share that story of U.S. pork and the great things that they're doing on the ground today, as well as the progress that they're going to make into the future. So the the um, the pork industry sustainability report and then um, many of the um, the underlying programs, so the on farm reports or the pork cares farm impact reports, um, are really the key to it and. And um, and those those metrics or those those data pieces that we have in there really focus on things that our consumers do want to know or our supply chain members are asking us about, uh, which is things like you know what is your carbon footprint um, for pork and um, how much carbon can you sequester? Um, what are you doing for your you know uh, efforts around feed as the one of the largest um, impact areas of pork's carbon footprint, and so, um, so what those um, what the reports do, along with um, and ultimately into our industry report, is to be able to answer those questions in a very scientific way, and that really is the goal: is to provide those answers, um, and and of course, then we're and you mentioned it, we're taking it the next step. So not only understanding the data and collecting kind of the data of what what producers do on the ground today, but then also taking it the next step and saying, um, you know, we've partnered with supply chain members and the federal government to now be able to provide implementation dollars for practice changes. 
Um, and so that's an important step that we're trying to make to make them even more valuable and then also be able to capture that progress over time. Um, and of course, being able to do innovative and new things on the ground is what's going to show that progress over time. So let's let's take it at an individual level. Producers sign up for this Pork Cares Farm Impact Report. Is this a benchmarking system for them? What information do they glean from these reports and what, what can they do with that data? Great question. And I'd say one that I get most often, um, you know, what what can it do? Um, so the the reports hold, you know, and I've kind of mentioned some of those, right? The net uh, net greenhouse gas emissions, soil sequestration rates, uh, soil erosion rates, as well as uh, the economic value of the utilization of manure as a nutrient source, which is a key one, and and it shows that savings and um, and also how many tons of um, you know MP and K um, were saved from you know, from having to be bought because of that usage. So, um, so a lot of, um, a lot of important metrics. And so when you get in, you get your own report for your operation specifically back, um, you know, it, it has all that data in a fairly simple, you know, just front and back report. Um, and, and so, you know, if you think about what can I do, the producer owns that data and we want to make sure that that, that, you know, that will, that will not change. This is their checkoff dollars invested in this program to provide them with a service and a report for their operation and what they can do with it. I mean, it, it, you know, there's really, um, I don't want to say the sky's the limit, but uh, there's, there's many opportunities. And I think we have yet to see all of the opportunities that, um, that these reports might allow producers to engage in. So if you think about it, um, it's, it's not necessarily a carbon report or a carbon credit in and of itself, um, but it starts the process and it's a couple steps down the road of having your data all pulled together. So, you know, as a producer, what you do have, what you are generating, you know, and, and, and gives you a directionally correct kind of um, feeling for where you are. So, you know, so those are some of the values, you know, I think we've seen, uh, we've seen folks market their um, their animals differently based on it, right? And, and use the reports as such. Um, we have seen uh, landowner conversations happen, right? Because, you know, if you can show more um, understanding, more measurement about what you're doing and the benefits that that holds, um, that uh, that can speak highly to, um, to those folks. And also, I think, again, um, you know, we talked about landowners, legislators, um, as well as lenders. Um, I think green financing is coming up more and more in conversations. Um, and I think there are going to be some opportunities there that um, these types of um, reports really can uh, can help a producer with in accessing some of those opportunities. And I think they'll become, you know, there'll be more of those opportunities um, and these types of this understanding your operation and what you contribute to the to the planet and to society and to your local community is going to continue to be very important, if not increase in importance over time. Sure, a lot of different avenues to take that data. Now, you mentioned uh, data, data ownership, but I'm sure you get this question from time to time from producers with data privacy. Can producers feel confident with entering this data? How is it being used more broadly? Yeah, you, you can imagine one of the what the National Pork Board's mission is is to promote pork. Um, you know, both here 
here internationally. Um, and so, you know, utilizing the data and aggregated together for all of the operations pulled together to be able to tell that story um, is extremely powerful. You know, I just sat on a, on a panel with a representative from Marriott Hotels who was concerned about the food that they source and the impact that it has and, and really can lead to, to decision making. Um, you know, I had the opportunity and that was at Pork Forum to share, you know, an aggregated version of this report to say, you know, of the producers in this program who have completed them, you know, we're showing a, a negative net greenhouse gas emissions number. You know, and, and I, you know, full full pause there for everybody to take that in. But what that means essentially is the U.S. pork industry or in this case, the, the folks that, that are involved in this program thus far you know, can claim or can say that they're that and I can be able to share that they're, you know, good for the climate, you know, they're positive for the planet in a very scientific way. And that that's a really um, powerful story um, that that we can share as a national pork board. So so that is um, that's the the power, I'd say, of it um, is to combat, you know, misperceptions about the industry and to be able to, um, you know, it's a uh, you know, a freedom to operate and, and a social responsibility um, type of a type of a power or, or ability to address some of those things. And so um, so I can't, you, you know, really, I can't underestimate, you know, how much power that holds when I can slide over that aggregated report to, um, you know, end users um, in our supply chain, you know, global retailers or um, or major food companies in our industry and to be able to, to share with them the good work that pork producers are doing and what that says scientifically in terms of outcomes. Um, you know, again, I, I think it's hard to even put a, a, a true, you know, dollar value on, um, on that, that type of information and that type of influence. Now, when jaws drop, when you name that figure, that's coming from a relatively small amount of producers that have signed up. I think there's about 200. Um, there's a need to get more on board. Um, why, you know, why do we need producers to take part in, and how will that impact the overall U.S. pork industry sustainability goals? Well, you're exactly right. I think the, the one takeaway from hopefully from our conversation is you know, to be able to, you know, as an industry to progress and to be able to combat some of these misperceptions and barriers to consumption of pork, you know, we have to have producers participate in the program. You know, we have to have them uh, feel comfortable enough to to allow us to aggregate that data together to share their story. Um, and and that's uh, that's, you know, extremely important. I think there's a lot of questions still out there, uh, or, you know, not not only around our program, but, you know, so, so many other um, you know, kind of data pulling, pulling systems. And, and so I do want producers to feel comfortable asking all those questions. Um, you know, their checkoff dollars are being invested in this. And so as a tool to benefit the industry as a whole and, and them individually. And so I hope they would consider, um, you know, consider spending a few hours of their time, you know, invested in, in doing this um, after talking about all the, the data privacy and every, any other concerns that they might have. 
you know, I hope they'll take that step um, to allow us um, to to be able to share their story most effectively. So, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, 200 over 200 producers, but that's still uh, there's still quite a bit of room for improvement as you think about 66,000 across this country. Um, you know, we've had producers from all over the country participate so far um, out of that, you know, 200 um, plus producers. So, um, so we know, you know, we know it's a it's a good program based on the pilots we've done, but but we do um, we do need engagement from our producers to to ultimately make it powerful enough to drive money back into their pockets. So for producers on the fence, what's been some of the feedback Pork Board has received from participating producers? I mean, you've talked about they definitely have a story to tell various different people, landowners, legislators, uh, consumers. But any any feedback from they're using just right on the farm there to better their operations? Yeah, I think there's been a number of producers who have told me they've kind of just been, um, you know, and this is just a they had never seen, you know, this type of information about their operation before, but to to understand um, either the impacts of what their things like a, a cover crop or a no-till practice in their fields, you know, what kind of impressive improvements that that actually had. They, you know, they may have done it from a soil health, um, you know, angle or, or rationale. Um, and but to see the associated uh, carbon sequestration, for example, um, was was new to them, and and they had no idea they were contributing that much um, to you know to the environment. And so I think that's um, that's something that I've gleaned from them is is that um, you know it it I think it it can inspire too. Um, a, a desire to then try something else out or to, to take the next step. And again, that's um, that's what we want to get to in terms of, of progress over time is, is to be able to provide that. And that's one thing actually I, I probably should have mentioned earlier. What comes along not only is the report for what you do today, but a sustainability continuous improvement plan or a SCIP, SCIP. And that, um, and that kind of report is kind of here's some options that you might want to consider. So there's some, you know, technical assistance provided in there to, to talk about that. And, and then, of course, then you can jump into the, yes, I want to engage in some of those new practices or add, um, add whatever it might be to my operation. And then that's when we come in and can say, well, thankfully, um, Thankfully, we we are starting the process of of trying to engage partnerships to provide um, implementation dollars to our producers to be able to to aid them on that journey of continuous improvement and and driving that data back into the system to 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 prove essentially the, that progress and and to be able to share that story. So, for producers who want to make that continuous improvement next steps, I understand there's some funding available in some states that can help boost those efforts. Tell us more about that and how that program works. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, in, in the idea of, of wanting, you know, this program and everything we do to have value back to um, our producers who are investing, you know, their, their hard-earned dollars into the checkoff, um, you know, we realized that we should leverage much of that investment um, with dollars that the, the USDA was announcing were going to be available in terms of the Climate Smart 
uh, partnerships funding opportunity. Um, and so this was back um, back last early last year. Um, we we partnered with um, with Ducks Unlimited with our um, our our partner who does um, the on farm reports and sustainable environmental consultants. Um, as well as um, as well as others, the, the Farm Credit Council, for example, um, and to uh, pull those folks together to to say this is a great program, um, and we want to increase um, increase its usage as well as make it more valuable by providing those implementation dollars uh, for new practices. So uh, so applied through that program, um, and and we're fortunate um, fortunate to get uh, funded through that program to the tune of twenty million dollars. And um, it is as you mentioned, it is focused on Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, um, and you know if the the rationale for that is we had we had um, also a partner in Nest Trade um, come in and and leverage um, leverage ten million of their dollars that they wanted to contribute to this program, um, and so we uh, part of uh, part of all of this um, is um, is making sure that that can be um, you know the the benefits to greenhouse gas emissions can be. Um, can be estimated and and um, and and utilized, and so um, through that, what I'll call a supply shed analysis of of Nest Trade's footprint and where they source source pork and and feed from, um, you know, we we made a determination based on the amount of money we we thought we could receive and leverage and and all those things. Uh, we started uh, we started in that three state area, um, and so um, you know going to going to you know see how this goes and, and possibly consider that for the you know for future efforts too is can we expand this to to other states if this is successful um can we can we continue to work in that uh, in that um, and expand it geographically the on-farm reports in and of themselves um are open to any pork producer in the United States. So that's not limited at all. Um, the implementation dollars, which um, practice implementation is just a much um, a much higher price tag, um, that right now through this grant is uh, Minnesota, Iowa, and Missouri. But um, I will say that uh, we were one of 141 programs that were funded through um, that Climate Smart um, program. And, um, and so, you know, we're, we're also here to help make sure producers um, can access, you know, possibly other programs if, if they're interested. So, so there are, there are opportunities and, and we're here, um, you know, as a, you know, as a resource for producers to help them, um, help them sort through many of those opportunities and, and get to where, um, get to where they need to be, whether they're in those three states, um, whether they they want to do other practices that that may not be, um, you know, within our program, but in others, um, whatever that might be, we're we're committed to to making sure they can um, access the, those practice dollars um, wherever they might be and whatever they might want to do. Sure, that's a great point. That wherever they're located, they'll still get support from from Pork Board and Pork Checkoff. Um, can the assumption be made, though, from these three states, the learnings from these three target states be representative of the national industry and the state of the industry's sustainability efforts? I think I, I think that's exactly right. I, I, I think, you know, again, if, if we see a lot of success and interest from our producers in, in what we've kind of put together in those three states, um, we are certainly committed to to, you know, to striving to, to move that forward um, and, and expand that. 
Um, so I think we will take the learnings from it, whether whether it's the right practices, whether it's the right financial assistance, the right amount of technical assistance. Um, you know, we have we have a lot of great programs to look to to glean some of those learnings that have helped us build this program. But we know that that there will definitely be learnings um, through uh, through the the administration of, of this grant program. Um, this is something that you know National Pork Board has has never done is um, administered this type of of a grant um, with its producers, and so I think uh, it's it's something that we're gonna we're gonna learn um, a lot through the process. And and my hope um, is that um, you know that we 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 really that we run through the dollars fairly quickly, right? Because there is so much interest, um, and uh, and that we have you know really kind of hit hit close to the mark on on what. Um, what can drive implementation, adoption, and um, and really drive data into the system through these on-farm reports. So all of this data together is telling a bigger story. We've talked about that, but how is the information being received by consumers? What are some of the key takeaways from sharing this information publicly? Yeah, you know, you know, we talked about the number of producers who have completed their report um, being, you know, around that, you know, just above that 200 mark and, and that being a small percentage of our overall producers. However, you know, if you look at a lot of projects and programs um, that that our supply chain partners have invested in over the years, um, in, and when I take this aggregator report to some of them, that's actually a pretty impressive number um, to, to have it. And so we know that we need to we need to scale that number right to, to a much higher number. And, and that's what we're working on every day. But um, but really, our supply chain uh, partners are, you know, they're in, in many cases, um, they are not sure where to go to try to get um, this types of this type of information. Um, it, or if it exists at all. Um, and so having a trade association um, be able to pull this information is, is not only a, a trusted source by many of them, um, but, but also, um, you know, they're, they've been impressed with the leadership of the National Pork Board in, um, in engaging and investing, um, you know, producers uh, dollars into this type of a program um, that can ultimately, uh, ultimately sell more pork, you know, they, they are selling our product as producers to the ultimate consumer. Um, and, and so we should, um, you know, try to be um, great partners in doing that, because, you know, I think we're going to go a lot further um, if, if we're working together. And so, so trying to continue those conversations to anyone throughout the supply chain, as well as other stakeholders, um, you know, I think whether we like it or not, as an industry, there's there's many stakeholder groups that influence our credibility um, or our reputation to the broader consumer group um, that, that don't have a place in our supply chain, right? They're they're external to our supply chain, and I think recognizing that and then finding um, those partnerships um, or just having those conversations about what we are doing, why we do it, um, can can really help um, improve the reputation and the credibility of the U.S. pork industry. So, uh, so that's an area. Again, I'll, I'll come back to that grant. When we applied for it, we partnered with with Ducks Unlimited, an environmental uh, or a conservation NGO, right? That um, um, that uh, you know that we knew um, 
works with landowners and producers um, quite well, um, has a good reputation and, and ultimately could, um, could help you know, U.S. pork with its reputation. Um, and so I think there's, we're, we're trying to seek out those strategic partnerships as well um, with this type of a program. I can tell you my, my first conversation, um, you, you know, really just very impressed. They were very impressed that, that there was this program and this is the type of information that it could, um, that it could produce. So, um, so again, um, again, I think we just need to, to seek those out um, and, and utilize those to, to ultimately achieve our mission, which is to promote and educate, um, you know, U.S. pork here and around the world. Yeah, you know, it seems sustainability has been a buzzword for ages, but this initiative is, is putting metrics where your mouth is, so to speak. Um, Ashley, as we wrap up our conversation here today, What's the long-term goals for this project and what can producers as well as consumers expect to see from this in the future? Yeah, I think our ultimate goal is to be representative of the industry, to be able to talk about with, with solid primary data from on-farm what U.S. pork producers are doing and, and then showing progress over time. Because ultimately, um, we do want to reach our goal. The U.S. pork, US pork industry has set a goal of a 40 one of many, um, but one is a 40% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions by, by 2030. Um, we're only, you know, we can only show progress against that goal um, if, um, if we can pull, you know, pull data about our industry back into the system. Um, and, and we think, you know, this program in particular holds a lot of value, not only to reach that ultimate goal as an industry, but then also provides uh, simultaneously those opportunities at the operation level to, to, to gather in one place their data and to be able to market it as, as each producer wants, um, wants and, and has goals for their operation to do. For more information on this and other topics, we invite you to visit our website, while you're there, be sure to check out our digital editions and our new Feedstuffs 365 platform. I'm Sarah Muirhead, and you've been listening to Feedstuffs in Focus. If you would like to hear more conversations about some of the big issues affecting the livestock, poultry, grain, and animal feed industries, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast channel, including Apple and Google Podcast. Until next time, have a great day, and thank you for listening.